0: Never, right. gonna Never gonna get you, you dead Right, I don't know the words Never gonna turn all away, away. <laughs> To hurt you. <laughs> I don't know the song like that <laughs> But what's up y'all, what's going
1: on? hello hello welcome back to another episode of and that's on what the pod hey girls and guys this hey is your girl, Griffin. <laughs> my bad
0: go ahead y'all know i'll be, right. be super hype i'll be super hype go ahead my bad right
1: this is your girl Tia griffin your <laughs> virtual bestie
0: and alicia wadja aka queen of the dark skin baddies y'all what's going on right welcome back to another episode of and that's on what the pod where you can be on the vibes or you can be on the bullshit y'all
1: Hey, y'all, it's been a minute. I feel like it's been a minute since I've actually, like, spoken to people and been in right. the space of podcasts. I right. miss y'all. I miss venting and expressing myself on, a, <laughs> literally, <laughs> on the platform.
0: So, hello. Hello, Ugh. pod. Hello, pod family. Girl, first of all, forget them. What's
1: going on? What's going on? Hey, girl. <laughs> right, my life update Right now, I am. So, I have my formal observation for teaching coming up um, Ooh, okay. next week. So a formal observation, if you don't know, especially for teaching, is like where someone from department Department of Education comes in and they watch you mm-hmm. and observe like your teaching style, what you can do in the classroom, and everything. And and if you don't know, if you haven't listened to the podcast for you know for too long, right. this is my first year teaching, yes, and so yes. I am extremely nervous, but also um, excited. I think nervous because like it's my first year. I'm like I don't want to miss anything, but yeah. also excited because I know God didn't give me the feeling, or He didn't give me the spirit of fear, and so I'm also like. I connect with my kids. I do very well. So I'm excited to see how the observation goes. Mm -hmm. But that is like, that has been my anxiety for Mm -hmm. (laughs) like (laughs) a week. (laughs) Um, So that's what I've been like preparing for. Like mm -hmm. working on my teaching style, working on like connecting with my students, working on, um, you know, like just doing my best overall so Uh that when someone from like education comes in and they're able to watch me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, that I'm doing everything I need to do. Like I'm doing Mm -hmm. it like 100%. Also, tapping into my femininity. And okay. I don't know if this is like a thing. Because it's funny because every woman that I've talked to so far is pretty much doing the same thing. Mm. And I don't know if it's like, what's the lighting? I don't know. Are we in retrograde? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are we in retrograde? Right. Like, but mean. it feels like, <clears throat> right. It feels like, I don't know. It's just a time to really tap into femininity. And like, femi- femininity.
0: Right? It's like
1: a blah, 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 And just be soft. And so I've just, again, just been resting and just being soft. Been resting and not being like, I don't want to be combative. I don't want to be aggressive. I don't want to come off as like, I guess, too assertive. I just want to want to be soft and rest. And so Mm -hmm. that's where I've been for about um, a minute. Just kind of like feeling like. Soft and resting, trying mm. to listen to softer music, mm. get my nails done. Like it's been cute. Ooh, it's been cute.
0: The soft music. I don't know. Sometimes I gotta hit it with the don't play with it, don't play with it, don't play with it. I always have to like get it in there because uh. I know. But like I was at the nail salon the other day and I was like, I can't, I can't because
1: <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion. If you haven't heard Rich on her album, oh yeah, dang, it's her newest album, but it's called Rich by Megan Thee Stallion. That's my go-to song. Really. And I'm
0: like, you have to let that go. You have to <laughs> stop. You have to stop playing that. I think my go to song, especially like if I'm on, um, because, girl, I'm getting back into the workout gym life. And my yeah, go to yeah. song is literally uh, Hit 'em Up by Tupac. And it's like, first of all. Click, you click, Westside And I'm just right. like, Alicia, calm <laughs> down.
1: You seem to be a hater, but I your <laughs> wife. <and> <laughs> I, so I
0: can't get away from that sometimes because sometimes I just feel connected to him. I'm like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I just feel connected. So I'm like, And the fun thing is,
1: the same thing, like I feel connected to Megan Thee stallion but I have no connection to you whatsoever. <laughs> like, my dude is not trifling. And <laughs> And like my life is not like yours, but I still just feel connected to her. Like <laughs> right? I feel like you you understand me. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you just do. Get it. Girl. Like, let's... I don't know. I love Megan.
0: Ugh. I love Megan. Girl, I love her I too. Do. But lately for me, like I, one, I've been like the traveling bug has bit me. And, you know, yes. the, <laughs> I've been wanting to just go. So I have all these trips planned in my head. And it's like, I don't know how I'm going, who paying for these trips, but I'm going. So, <laughs> right. I don't understand. So, I was like, I'm going um, Jamaica in April. I don't know
1: hey. who's paying for it, but
0: <laughs> it's happening. Um, wedding stuff, same, same. That's coming up pretty quickly. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then it's like my other I friend, know. she's getting married like the week before me. So, it's like, there's a lot going yeah. on. So, I, But it's still fun and everything, but I'm just like, Lord. You Know and I'm trying to also use the Jamaica trip as kind of like a little bachelorette situation, so I'm just like, okay, like, how can I tie this in? You know what I mean? To make mm-hmm. like, oh, this is my bachelorette trip when I just really want to go somewhere, so <laughs> you know, I had to make it like I something. Can, um, I can feel that, yeah, I feel that, and I'm just like, mm, yeah, so I'm trying to go there. Um, with our traveling group in general, um, we have our other trips that we'll be planning like for next year, so we're trying to really get back on track with that. We haven't been as involved as we want to be because we lead busy lives but things are still like in the making so we're still planning on our like trip for next year and all that stuff but yeah that's that on that um other than mm-hmm. that I've been catching up on Real Housewives of Atlanta I'm almost up to everybody I'm on like season know. 12 or season 13 like I you have been
1: trying to come to recruit me I
0: can... girl the way I've been binge watching like I've never watched this uh 14 seasons what? this Is that the one with um, Nini? Yep, the one with Nini and all them. Yeah, so I've Mm -hmm. watched 14 seasons in like two months ish or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And I because I I watch it everywhere. Every if I wake up early like five o'clock or something, I'm finna turn it on as I'm um doing (laughs) as I'm getting ready or something because I need. I've been like that with
1: um BET Plus. Mm -hmm. Tyler Perry has me in a
0: chokehold. I don't know why you and this sisters.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've been on Sisters. I was on Zatima. I was on. Oh, I love those shows But I'm the same way Like when I wake up early It feels like Okay this is the time To watch my show mm-hmm. But I need to start um, Real Housewives of Atlanta Because I love Nene like, So I feel like it's a good um, But it's, a, it's, it's a crazy Because
0: I'm watching it And I don't really love Nene As much as I thought I'm like oh I love her It's like no She can use a lot of work actually <laughs> Don't ever say that again You gotta don't watch it, it When you watch it You could be like oh Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly She's crazy Really? <laughs> yeah
1: but she's so funny because she'd be like, Oh, a white, right, a white refrigerator." Yeah, she's <laughs> very no,
0: she's very funny. But like, boy, the way she on this show, I'm just like, "Oh my gosh!" It makes you like, don't let any do nothing for you because the minute she has a chance, she go throw that shit back up in your face. Like, oh really? It's real bad. Oh man, that sucks. Real, real that bad. Sucks. And I'm just like, well, it is what it is. But anywho, let's get into the topic, y'all. Let's get into it.
1: So, the topic today is behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. And i I decided on this topic, we both decided on this topic because really, we see we are surrounded by a lot of entrepreneurs. but, um i think that entrepreneurs need a space to just feel mm-hmm. i think a lot of times that we think okay entrepreneurship you're constantly working you're a grinder so you have it mm-hmm. but we never actually create a safe space for them to be able to feel so this is your safe space we're going to talk to you important to you yes. we want to talk about the stages of entrepreneurship what you um what's normal like a feeling of what's normal and then also how to navigate it so that we're going to start with um kind of like the beginning stages of entrepreneurship. Right. So if you are someone that is seeking, um, you know, starting a business or someone that is seeking like, or someone in the middle of, you know, pushing your business, like if you were still a business pushing your business, we want to talk about the beginning stages, like the confidence shift, the the decisions you have to make, and yes. the second-guessing yourself, the anxiety. So did you have anxiety when you first started any of your businesses? Um,
0: It's like... I'm unsure at what to call my anxiety because sometimes I just ha- I'm outgoing in a, in a stronger way, so I feel like yeah. the anxious part doesn't come until maybe I'm losing interest in something that I've started. So it's like I never am anxious about me starting a business or starting an idea mm-hmm. or hopping on something. It's like during the time I'm like, wait, this is so much am I going to be able to actually fulfill this? Is it going to right. people actually going to like it? I made this flyer uh in 3 seconds. Do people actually want this? <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. it's stuff like that. I feel like I when I'm into it, that's where I get my most like anxious feelings from like being into it. But starting it, I I, I do jump. So it's it's yeah. just the after the after effect really really be getting to me.
1: And I think that's like the big thing with um entrepreneurship like something we don't talk about it takes a lot to even start a business and then like when you're in the middle of it there's so second there's so much second guessing that comes into it yes like because you have to be confident in yourself and also confident in your business a business is not a small thing like a business is a business you own a business and so when it comes to like being an entrepreneur and starting your business there's so much that goes to your head because you're going to second guess yourself Mm -hmm. is this good enough you're gonna compare your product to other people's product, even if it's not a product. You're gonna compare the way that you do hair to someone else's style, right? Of hair. Or any you type of service
0: in general, like yeah, whatever service
1: self. that you have, you're gonna compare yourself. So this is a space for you to feel and tell you that from entrepreneurs, we all go through it. Literally, like there's not, there's <laughs> never gonna be a time that you're in your business that you're not comparing yourself to other people, mm-hmm. or that you have to. You're not gonna have like your confidence together a hundred percent. You're not gonna have your anxiety again together a hundred percent because entrepreneurship is a journey of its own. Mm-hmm. Like I have never learned myself more or like learned more about myself than I did before starting my,
0: my journey of entrepreneurship mm-hmm. because and, like, Oh God, i listening. Well, most people think that when you start the business off, it's like, okay, let me just put up a flyer. People will start buying my stuff. And yeah. It's like, no, um, you need to actually go file for your LLC. Um, <laughs> LLC you actually, basic. Not yeah. even. Let's back up here. And like, is your name available? That name you're like, oh my God, I can call like this. Nine mm-hmm. out of ten Twenty other people thought about that same idea You know what I mean you're right? Still, and then you're like okay Well I gotta call it something else Let me use my name Let me, Oh I have the same name as 20,000 other people Let me use this right. thing You know what I mean So you have to also fish for your name See if that part is available And then you also have to get into Like how the heck am I going to turn this idea Into something profitable Because most people yeah. don't think that Oh I could just put my own money up And do this and this And it's just like hold on let me back up a taste. How am I going to make enough money to where people are going to, like, just get, like, believe in what I have enough to where I can come out with other products that they'll support? And how mm-hmm. am I going to bring that stuff, like, out and as a brand, you know? Absolutely. And
1: I think that, especially in the beginning stages, it's important to, um, one, have a therapist. And mm-hmm. a lot of business owners don't think about this because, like, a therapist is like an outside thing You don't think like I need one When we're starting a business But your your mentals go through so much Because mm. you question yourself When you start your business of Am I um, You know Am I adequate Like right. am I Am I fit to even push this business Am I fit to be the face of this business And I'm telling you just like I tell any other, you know, one of my homegirls or my homeboys, yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Every vision that you have, all the passions that you have didn't just come to you mm-hmm. randomly. Those aren't just like things that just falling These mm-hmm. are downloads. God but- literally sends you, um, sends you ideas and sends you visions. God doesn't give you the full process. He gives right. you the end of it. He gives you the vision. And so in the beginning of your state, it's going to feel anxious. Every entrepreneur goes through the same feeling, so you are not by yourself when you have this feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, what you should do, I think, is again is push. You got to push to the feelings, you gotta push through the late nights of figuring out what exactly you want to do with your business, figuring mm-hmm. out um, you know, mm-hmm. how you want to navigate it, and it's it's normal because all of us go through it, all of us go through the anxiety. All of us go through the second guessing ourselves. All of us go through the confidence shift that it takes to even push a business out. Mm -hmm. Put the, you know, the name of your business. I want to do self care. I want to do, you know, like it takes a lot of confidence to push, Mm -hmm. but believe in yourself and know that you are not by yourself through the whole process. Like, oh my goodness, as an entrepreneur, if I would have known before starting the process, what it looked like through all the way through again, I I wouldn't have started it. And we talked about that last week. Like, if God would have shown us like what the process looked like before right. the ending, oh my we would have God. been like,
0: Shh. and to like, you no. know, hate to be the very bad news for some people, but some of y'all aren't going to be very good entrepreneurs. Some of you are going to very much suck. That's and the thing it's too. going to yeah. be okay, and you're going to have to say, hmm, this is not my area. Maybe I'm a right. person that needs to actually delegate because, um, for instance, like when I I always figure, okay, starting a podcast, boom. I like to start, I like to talk, I like to do things. But then it's like I have so many other ideas for other things, and I'm like, you know, instead of keeping these ideas for myself, how about I venture out and produce other people's podcasts? So that's a venture right. that I've started into. And I'm just like, oh wow, see, I have all these ideas that I can bleed onto other people.
1: Exactly.
0: And I'm like, okay, journey, use my girl, idea, like use this idea, use right. this. right. A like- part
1: of the journey is realizing that you play a part, a very specific part in
0: entrepreneurship your specific part may not be the ceo of the business right and that's just it might not even be a real. part of the business you might need to say hey no, i need to bless my friend with my idea because right. your, your your contribution to the business out. like it may not you may be, be the marketing me. manager you may
1: be very good at you know making sure that everything all the finances are taken care of exactly. entrepreneurship has so many different areas that you can be good at mm-hmm. so i think When you first try something, when you first do something, it's always hard because you're learning. Mm -hmm. Like, there's always a learning curve. And I think that as entrepreneurs, this is my time to pour into you, to tell you, give yourself space Mm -hmm. and grace during the learning stage. And most people, when they start
0: these things, they don't want to, like actually be the person that learns. They want to like, oh, I got it. I don't need nobody to help me. Oh, I got I'm it. Just gonna yeah, I'm just going to run. I'm going to do it and you run straight into a wall. Ugh,
1: but <laughs> that's know? not sustainable.
0: It's not. That's not
1: sustainable. It's not. And it sucks when you get to like a certain point where you hit a brick wall and you're like, "Dang, I got to go back and learn something." Mm-hmm. Because right now, I have a candle company, but I can't tell you how many times I have to go back and watch YouTube videos mm-hmm. or like, you know, like I have to go study candles, how to make a hot throw, how to make a cold <laughs> throw, how mm-hmm. to Make sure my candles don't burn your, your house down. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, there are so many things that come into the beginning stages of um, entrepreneurship that I think it's very important for me as an entrepreneur to tell mm. you, like, you're going to go through mental challenges. You're going to go through financial challenges because you Ooh, are paying a for a one. lot of this financial out of big pocket. One. Yes, I hate when entrepreneurs just make it seem like you need to have grants, get a grant. Mm-hmm. First of all, there's a process for
0: grants. Right, and it's there's hard a to learning curve for grants.
1: Yes, so you have to go through again the learning stages. Give yourself grades. You're mm-hmm. not going to have it within the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um and your business probably won't generate the income that you're thinking about the first couple of years because it's all a learning. It's all a learning thing. Like it's right. like your your everything is learning. Mm-hmm. Everything is new information. So the beginning stages, I really say have fun. Have fun learning. Have fun um, connecting with. If you are a person that's big on social media, have fun connecting with your audience and building your audience. Have fun find. Have fun finding your niche. Have fun finding right. like you know like what you're good at how you connect with your audience your tone your tonality because like for me and for you we're very good now is like podcasting put ourselves putting ourselves out there mm-hmm. but if you would have known me years ago girl <laughs> like, we be be like, yeah, like we wouldn't be talking yeah like we wouldn't be talking so find right find your niche find the the loans that you're looking for mm-hmm. take your time to do those things because it's going to benefit your business
0: And it's also, again, a learning curve. And, too, there's people who are, like, like myself. It's like, if you are, like, sometimes you are the person who jumps out on things. Like, you always have a job. You always have something to do. What I've learned in, like, having my hand in a lot of areas is, like, eventually I'm going to find what I'm most interested in and, like, passionate about. And, like, okay, if I can do this, then I know that I can bring this out of myself. Like, I need to make sure that I am, like, taking the time to figure out, Can I actually do this job? Like, is it going to be profitable? Or if I do this, if I need some quick money, how can I do this and not spend money? Like, people who are in food businesses, or like, you want to just start selling something, or you know, anything like that, think about doing pre-orders to stuff think about doing drop shipping you know you don't always have to have a lot of inventory when you do a lot of stuff and some people think that you have to have a lot of money to start a business but you know you just have right. to, you have to have a lot of research you know what i mean research. you have to, a lot of research thinking and you about you have everything. to give
1: yourself grace in that stage because again it's a learning curve so you don't know anything At this point, you are with a notepad and pen taking notes. (laughs) Like, that's all you can do because you're going to be like, girl, what? Mm -hmm. Like, And
0: it's like you have to sit there and and you have to get a – it's in and out, but sometimes you have to have a lot of other input. If you really feel like this is going to be something that you want to include your family, your friends in on, mm -hmm. like, hey, I want you to support me, it's like – I wouldn't say spill the beans about your whole business, but, you know, put it in people's ear. Like, you know, what do you think about this? Or, like, do you feel like there's a need for this? Because you don't want to just – yeah, everybody has their own sauce when they do things, when they do a lot of the same stuff, but there's still other ways that you can put your own twist on it. So a lot of people don't rely on their resources a lot and be like, okay, how can I gather as much information to make myself different from these other competitors, you know? You don't actually sit there and, like, think about the field and, like – All right, what is the average? Who's paying this? You know, actually price compare all that stuff, you know, a lot of people aren't doing that. It's like, oh, how can I get the most money quick? I'm trying to be a Aria, trying to be a Jada. You know, those people are are different. So a lot of that definitely pays in uh it weighs in heavily to um all the things that we're doing with our businesses and stuff like that. So for So that's the
1: big That's the beginning stage. Now, let's talk about like during entrepreneurship. And let's say you launched your business and now you're going full force. People think that when you launch your business, for some reason, this is like, okay, there's no turning back. My business is gone. No, it gets harder. Okay. Like, (laughs) and like starting your business and in the learning curve, it's not easy. I won't say that it's easy, but it's also the beginning stage yeah now you're in the business and you have to talk about like okay knowing your worth that's the minimum because there are going to be times like that customers come to you or people come to you and they're going to convince you that your worth is too high mm-hmm. so it's like
0: if your price too high it's like oh sorry you're just not my target audience bye right you're not my target <laughs>
1: audience but it takes it takes you to know that mm-hmm. before putting your business out like knowing like Okay, this is my target audience. Get very specific of who you're trying to direct your sales to. Mm-hmm. If if my target audience, like for me my business is my target audience women that are my age. Like um we did 25 to 28. Mm-hmm. That's my target audience. Um women that are in their, you know, in their 20s, looking for femininity, looking for soft life. We have to get very specific to a person. Right. If you don't have a um like let's say like your target audience is thirty something and someone twenty comes up to you. Obviously that's not your target audience. Right. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or like I remember being in a um being in a, a meeting and this lady I guess she came upon my Instagram or something. So she saw that I sold candles mm-hmm. and she was like, How much are your candles? Twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. And she's like Oh, that's too much for me. But you're not even in my target audience. So it doesn't. It doesn't. Well, it's like, okay, <laughs> it doesn't. No,
0: you're too much for me.
1: Bye. Right, <laughs> you're too much. But yeah, definitely knowing your worth early on helps you when you're in your um, in your process of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. But also continue learning. A lot of times, when people get into entrepreneurship, they forget to keep learning, mm-hmm. and they think like, okay, the business is going. This is what the business is. No, you have to keep learning because things change so fast.
0: Right, and it's like, how do you (laughs) adapt to that? It's like you have to sit there and pause and be like, all right, I need to regather here because I'm over here still struggling, and I got a whole business that's not feeding me. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right, (laughs) that you're spending money on. Yeah, you can't just be doing a job that's not benefiting you financially because that's what you're building a business for. You want to be able to quit your nine to five, quit your main thing, so you can make your business your full-time thing. And to do that, you're going to have to pour into yourself still like hey i right. can't you know you can't keep charging ten dollars for this you know when the market price is 30 <laughs> you know you're gonna right. be left behind and yeah everybody's gonna come to you but you're still getting way less you know what i mean so it, right. it definitely matters
1: and pe- i think also to remember that like Everything that you were taught during, like before your business was even started, mm-hmm. these are things that God has poured into you. And right. I think sometimes, like during the process, we forget. Like we forget that this is a vision for me. We mm-hmm. forget that this is my dream. This is what I'm supposed, what I'm put on this earth to fulfill. Mm-hmm. And we get so caught up and it. it's not working. It's really hard and we think that we need to give up. No, this is something that you need to push. Mm-hmm. The things that, the, the vision that you see, the things that you, that when you wake up and you're like, you know, okay, this is what I'm going after. Because it is very hard to go to right. sleep and not see your goals fulfilled and then wake up every day and you're like, I got to grind some more. I got to get there. I got to get there. I got to get there. I got to mm-hmm. get the finances that I'm seeking. I have to get the business that I'm seeking. I have to get the clothes that I'm seeking. Whatever it is that you're seeking, um, these are all downloads that have come to you. Right. And downloads is, like, downloads means it's being poured into you um, and now it's your turn to, like, fulfill them now it's your turn to put yourself out and to push and make those things happen so while you're receiving these downloads believe them and know that the things that are in front of you even if it doesn't look like everything that you're going through is taking you to your goal it is i promise you it is like i promise you everything that you're encountering is for a purpose (laughs) like i can't tell you like the people that you talk to where it comes to when it comes to business the the little um you know, trouble that you encounter in your business, it's for a reason that you won't encounter it in the future. Right. Like, <clears throat> right. Have you have you ran into any, like, problems in your business earlier? Like, I would never do that again.
0: Um, I will never. I wouldn't say I would never. I would – I don't know. It's hard. Hiring my friends is a hard pill to swallow sometimes because I don't yeah. know – and it's not even just friends, I guess, hiring people who don't necessarily have the same love for my business as I do, who's probably mm-hmm. never going to have that love, but it That's depends good. because some people actually would have that love for your business. For Like, if you look at those videos of, like, the Walmart employees acting like Walmart, the CEO of Walmart is going to shake their hand personally if they get this person <laughs> yeah. to stop stealing at their store, you know what I mean? There's a lot of loyalty that you can earn, like, by being a good boss, you know, in general. Yeah. Making sure your uh, teammates are equipped with the tools that they need to, you know, work at your business, stuff like that. But I feel like the challenge was to find people that want to work with me because they want to build their skills and not because, you know, oh, it's just money. Or, you know, a lot of people right. are just the, the money hungry. And it's like, if you just worrying about the money, I cannot have you on my team. If you just—that's right. why I write solo, solo a lot because there's a lot of people's like, listen, and I don't, I don't, I have a very low tolerance for laziness. So it's like, mm-hmm. if you're not gonna work, I can do your part twice as good as you. Bye. Right. You know and what I mean? Think that's, a, that's another part of entrepreneurship that we don't talk about: mm-hmm.
1: feeling isolated. Mm-hmm. Because when you're in when you're um, an entrepreneur, or when you get very specific on your goals, mm-hmm. you get very specific. Very specific on your friends, too. You get very specific on your surroundings, you get very specific on your life. Mm -hmm. And, um, as an entrepreneur, it's like we disconnect from so many like toxic energies and you know, people that we thought were friends Mm -hmm. and things like that. And it's like, okay, now we're here and now we have
0: to navigate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was just talking to someone about that because it's like I feel like my circle has changed i still love the friends that i do have and it's like it's um, different my friend camry she's now joining like the beauty space with like um starting her makeup business and things like that yeah so i'm we've been having more conversations because i'm like i can't talk as much if you don't have some of the same interests that i'm having like if we can't talk about business and i'm a person that be worried about business a lot we might not have a lot to talk about but Mm-hmm. Girl this this shrimp real good You know what I mean We we just talk right. about the food Instead of like girl you know What are your aspirations like Have you ran into this Like how do you deal with overhead How do you actually start the onboarding process Like oh literally how so do you do this And it's so hard
1: you know? Girl it's so hard to even work with friends Like let's say you guys get into business together It's so hard to have a friend in your business And it, it sounds very easy mm-hmm. It sounds like yeah my homegirl can do it Like it sounds like Oh, my, my whole boy can make that post for me or, you know, sell that candle for me. But when you go into the back end of what a business is, it's very hard to keep your friendships and your business separate because mm-hmm. emotions get involved. Mm hmm.
0: And when emotions get evolved, people get their feelings hurt, and yeah, I'm not the person to be getting their feelings hurt. <laughs> you know, you're not, you're not. And I, the funny
1: thing is, I'm such an intro, I'm, I'm such a, like an empath, I'm like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Yeah,
0: like, but like,
1: mm-mm. definitely navigating your friends. That's that's something that's very big during the process of mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. Because when you're in the process, you mm-hmm. think, um, especially when you're going through like financial issues, not financial issues, mm-hmm. but like. When you're going through like building and you're not really financially where you want to be, mm-hmm. you start to pull people that are close to you, yep. and it's very easy to pull friends. But be mindful that these friends come with emotions. That's one, mm-hmm. and also a friendship outside of your business. So mm-hmm. if your business does blow up, make sure that you have a friend that's solid enough to know that these are two completely different things. Right, like that you can like your, separate your business like those
0: things for sure. Right, because
1: it, it become it gets tricky. It can get tricky. So that's my that's our advice literally to you is. Be mindful of make sure that you're separating friends and business. Make sure that you're hiring the right friends for your business, the ones that know, like if this is if this business doesn't work out, hmm. you, still my, you still my own girl, because it can get iffy. It can for get real? a little a little crazy. It can get a little <laughs> crazy. Jowies. And so now right, so we've gone through before entrepreneurship and the middle of entrepreneurship. And now let's now we are thriving in our business. Let's say we're pushing. One, one piece of advice that I want to give to um, entrepreneurs that are not thriving in a business, don't stop learning. Right. Do not stop learning because now we're looking at you to evolve. It gets harder each level. Mm-hmm. I think it's very, people think that um, the beginning is easy. I mean, the beginning is hard. I'm sorry. The beginning is hard because now we are navigating and we're learning. It's a learning curve. All this information. it gets harder the, the more you push.
0: Right, it really does. I yeah. would say like my advice would be to put your hand in every part of your business. You there Ooh, should not good. be a single thing that you don't know how it works like Mm -hmm. there shouldn't be like literally nothing like you should know the back end from the website from the tech stuff like you should know how every single thing works if you ever watch beyonce work she knows how to be her own engineer every single inch so it's like (laughs) if you don't have your hand in every single part of your business the back end the money the accounting All that stuff, you're going to need it or else people are going to rob you blind. You're not going to understand how business works. You're not going to understand how social media works. Oh, I'm not a social media person. I'll just hire somebody. No, figure that shit out so you can learn Mm -hmm. and then you can hire people and then now you know how to do it in case you need to train them and all that stuff like that. So you need to make sure that you have your hand in every single aspect of your business because if you don't know how to do the smallest person's job, You don't need to be at the big spot at all. You know, you have to be able to do that. It's funny because
1: my dad, when I was working with him, he used to always preach that to me. And I was like, I don't need to know how to work on the properties. I don't need to know how to do this other stuff until I realize that you do. As Mm -hmm. a boss, like, you need to learn how to do every area. Because there are Mm -hmm. going to be times that a marketing manager doesn't fulfill the things that you need them to fulfill. So you need the job done and mm-hmm. then you can talk to your marketing manager later. What mm-hmm. you don't want to do is be in a position where everything you know, falls over, everything kind of crumbles because mm-hmm. no one is in a position to understand what's going on. You want to make sure that you are in a position to understand every single part of your business. And that's part of the learning curve. Yes, it sucks to have to go through how to be financial financially literate. Yes, it sucks to go through like how to balance taxes for your business, how to push marketing for your business, how to do this, how to do that. And everything is on the curve again. So it sucks to have to go through that stuff. But I promise you it's going to be worth it once you get through this whole process and you're able to perform efficiently in every single area. Like you're able to financially balance your business. You're able to push the marketing for your business. You're able to talk to someone and show them a blueprint of how to get from a B and C because that's why we're here. Mm-hmm. If you are if you have a business, if you're an entrepreneur, your job is not just to sell your it's sell your product. Your job is to use all the knowledge that you have to pour down to the younger generation. That's why we're here. And so if you cannot do that, you didn't you didn't do nothing. <laughs> like you have you have to have knowledge to be able to pour down to the business behind you. That's how you build businesses. If you don't have knowledge to pass down to somebody behind you, you not want one not you didn't learn anything you didn't do anything and then two there's no one behind you that can come behind you and like we can't build businesses off of that you don't know nothing (laughs) you didn't do nothing your business your business is literally gonna go nowhere because you didn't do anything
0: exactly you didn't
1: you don't you don't know anything and you're gonna you're probably gonna get um uh what you call it what's the what's the word run over yeah Kind of, like, used, abused. Used
0: and used, <laughs> yeah. and used, that's really You're right, because you, you don't know nothing.
1: Because you don't know nothing.
0: You really don't. So that's
1: our... Right. But um, our advice overall, really, um, don't give up. Yeah, for
0: keep sure. Keep going. Definitely keep, keep going.
1: going. There are so many slippery parts of entrepreneurship. The mm-hmm. tears that you've cried, the late nights, the being confused to now, not knowing something. Mm-hmm. And just realizing,
0: um, like, some. Like Knowing what's for you is for you If entrepreneurship isn't for you, it's going to show It's okay, it's right, and it's okay And that's okay, Like you know what I mean It's just really not for everyone And not even to discourage you, it's just that Why produce more entrepreneurs that aren't fit for that part Where you may be exactly. fitting in at another position You know what I mean
1: Exactly, I think that you should look at entrepreneurship As any other job Like any other job that you go to interview for That you sit for, and you go through your training And you're like, I don't really like this Like, I don't know if anybody else has gone through a training where you're like, this is not what I thought this was going to (laughs) be. It's okay to get to that point at the end of (laughs) entrepreneurship in the first beginning stages to be like, this isn't the business that I thought. Mm -hmm. Stop your business. If you feel like this isn't really what I want to do, stop it because it gets harder and you're going to have to push more and you're going to have to put more energy into an area that you're not really wanting to be in. And what ends up
0: happening is that you're on, it's like, it's your name and your brand, so... Right, when you let that go. People are gonna be like, "Oh, this the person that don't know how to finish nothing." Like this, don't they? Don't they keep starting these businesses right. and they'll never finish. And it. closing
1: them down, we notice them. Even if we don't say anything, we notice the businesses that you start and shut.
0: It's down. like, girl, you we can't see, keep doing, bro, I don't know how many right. times I've seen people like have businesses and yeah. you see them start posting about it, and then um, they'll probably buy like bulk items if they're selling clothes or something like that. They'll probably buy a mm-hmm. huge. Boatload of items, and when those items start to not sell, you see a whole bunch of discounts. Everybody, and next thing you know, you never see them posted anymore because they they haven't worked all that stuff out. So it's definitely right. important to have your hand in all of that stuff.
1: Right, have your hand in. Have your hand. What can I see? <laughs> Have your hand in every area. Do um, I um, continue to learn? Continue to 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 um, explore the learning curve. Um, and enjoy it because the learning curve and this process is way more important than the journey. Mm -hmm. And that's something that all entrepreneurs are learning. We get to the journey. I mean, we get through the, I'm sorry, not the journey, the the big picture. We get to the journey. I mean, we get to the big picture, girl, (laughs) get it together. (laughs) Right. We get to the big picture and then we're not as excited because that's what we're visualizing the whole time. That's Mm -hmm. what you knew was going to happen. You didn't think about the journey. And so enjoy the journey. Enjoy the learning process. Enjoy the learning curves. Take note. Leave a template for the people after you because that's more important. Um, Everything that you're doing now is for a purpose. The downloads that you're getting, downloads meaning like the ideas that pop into your head, downloads meaning that when you started that business and you had the feeling, the passion of starting that business, it was there for a reason. It didn't just pop into your head randomly. That's a reason. God's blessing you with a vision. Continue to push. Continue to get through it. Continue to learn everything that you need to learn about your business, and I promise you it's going to be successful. If God has blessed you with like a vision, it's not going to fail. Keep pushing. <laughs> Keep pushing because I promise you it's going to hit. Con- continue to take, the, to take the jumps. Continue to navigate your business. Continue to know that you are completely unstoppable because God created you in his own image, and there's nothing c- that can stop you. There's nothing really? that can stop you. Nothing. <laughs> like I can't stop you. She can't stop you. Like, All right? You can't. Mm-mm. You you
0: can't be stopped. So do your thing, sis. Yes, but speaking of stopping y'all, let's get somebody else to do it. All right, let's let's right. move on here. We got to move on to our unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. What do you have for this week? Tell me what is going on. So
1: my unpopular opinion, and it's funny because I was eating a sandwich and I was like, let me tell Alicia this. <laughs> my unpopular opinion is I feel like the crust is the best part of the sandwich. Yeah. And I keep seeing like posts of people say like cut the crust off. I'm like, why? Why would you cut
0: the crust off? <laughs> Some people That's really the don't best eat part. Best. I was like, what?
1: That's the best part. Give me all <laughs> the crust. Especially, I love pizza well done. <laughs> like a little burnt. <laughs> I'm the person that like I burn my popcorn okay, nah, nah, because I. No,
0: no, no! Not to burn popcorn. Nah, you don't you're know lame. if you can trust people with burnt popcorn. Like you, I love burnt popcorn. What does that do like? For if you, you put it, you, you you might as well pick up ashes and eat it. Maybe I do. Maybe I, maybe I do. Just go get some cold outside and just crunch on it. Because <laughs> what? Burnt popcorn? Who enjoys burnt like, popcorn? <laughs> me.
1: Like I will literally leave it in the microwave for like an extra couple of minutes just so it burns, just so I can. So eat it's I love. Not black. Yes. That's, ugh,
0: ugh. <laughs> you need to just go eat some rocks outside. I love,
1: outside. Ew, I ew, love burnt ew. popcorn. But, <laughs> but you best <laughs> up my unpopular opinion. My <laughs> opinion, <laughs> my unpopular opinion is yes, I feel like pizza crust, um, bread crust on sandwiches, crust is the best part of the meal. Do not throw it away. <laughs> Don't rip it off. Don't just disregard. Like this is the best part. Enjoy it. What's yours?
0: Girl, for me, um, Mine is if Nick Cannon wants to populate the earth with his babies, let him do that. Because really one, let me read you real quick. Because they posted it on, this is what he said on the Shade Room earlier today. He was like, oh, I'm so focused. I'm locked in. But when I'm 85, you never know. I might, um, you know. And 85? He was, like, he was like 85 or something like that. He was saying that um, everybody thinks it's time management, it's energy, it's energy management. Because once we're all aligned, the flow is a lot easier if there's any kind of low frequencies or dissension in there and that's what messes up the schedule and people were asking him about stuff because he says that um, if God decides when he's done having children, like God will decide it. So he said, he basically said he ain't done having kids and (laughs) ain't ain't nobody going to stop him. And it's like, why would somebody stop him you go. You you got more money than a cannon you gonna stop him know. <laughs> you know what I mean you gonna say stop the babies like cause other than that these females do, they do not care so unpopular opinion I say let him live child let him live And, and I do think it's on. weird when
1: we um, take on emotions of
0: celebrities but we don't know these people we don't and sometimes you gotta remember that it's like I really don't know who, this person but I feel personally invested like I, I don't know about y'all but me and Megan are besties you know what I mean like we right. <laughs> we be on the phone child we be on the phone Home, we be talking to Gloverella. We, way we be doing this, you know. I was thinking about the way home, and I'm mad they didn't invite me to her
1: surprise party. But I know you forgot.
0: Yeah, I know you forgot. That's it. I, knew, you I forgot my supposed, invitation for this Rock Nation brunch. I knew I was supposed okay. to be there. It's okay, y'all. Just my, it was, I couldn't attend anyway. That's probably why they you With know the, I, I ain't had time to do it. I had school. I had work. You know. I saw uh, <laughs>
1: right. They they were there being considerate. I saw a post that said um, Jay Z. They were taking like a blood um, a blood toast. Mm-hmm. I guess because they all had, like, red wine their glasses. I said, okay, we're doing way yeah, too a little much. Way, this Illuminati uh, thing, okay. this Illuminati thing is crazy. It's
0: Christ. getting out of hand. It's like, it's all right, Christ. all right, now, y'all. Everybody can't be Illuminati. Leave it alone. We're not all in the Illuminati. <laughs> like, leave it alone. Just <laughs> because black people are successful don't mean they are involved in a cult. Stop the masses. <laughs> like, they get on my Literally. nerves with that. Uh-uh, got to go, got to go. But, girl. Well, speaking of,
1: I'm going to keep letting you in. I'm going to keep letting you in. So, this, <laughs> our segment, two is have several seats. Yes. Okay, so we're going to talk about something that just irritated you this week. I'm going to let you vent. I'm going to give you the floor. Go ahead. Girl. Six. Tommy
0: and Natalie. If I y'all did if, that if y'all don't watch Baddies, <laughs> it's like one um, Tommy. It's fake. Is I don't care. I don't think it's fake because, listen, they just fought anyway because there was a whole situation where they were at the Chris Brown concert and Tommy, um, who she be on all the – the pills and all that stuff. She be doing the most. <laughs> but Tommy, they were at the behind Chris Brown's concert and mm-hmm. they saw his baby. Tommy saw his baby, uh, Chris Brown's baby and was like, Oh, his baby's so cute, whatever. And then they took the baby in the room and then she like slammed the door in. And then obviously the security went crazy. So when the right. security went crazy, Jonathan, Jonathan Wright, who be doing hair or whatever, he started having a fight. Roley was there, uh, and Natalie was there. They all was fighting these men (laughs) behind Tommy, and then they get into Mm. the room, and then Tommy was like, that's on y'all. I don't care. And everybody trying to explain, it's because of you. And she was literally not worried about it. So she was arguing with Roley, and out of nowhere, she hit Natalie, started fighting Natalie. And everyone was like, What Natalie I saw
1: was she in like a CNA outfit?
0: Yeah, she, I don't know why she was wearing scrubs. I said But she I was scrubs? <laughs> I don't know, but she was sitting there eating her um eating her food, and next thing you know, the food got knocked out of her mouth. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, like what happened? So they started really fighting and they were cool mm-hmm. because the fight stuff was all fake, whatever. But then after that happened, they was like, Okay, let's really fight. And then Tommy was not taking it seriously at all as to where Natalie was taking boxing classes, like, getting ready to, like, actually fight, like, for real. Mm -hmm. So during that time, I think, one, I think Tommy was drunk. Because if you didn't see already, um, Natalie wanted to fight. But, two, when you fight wrestling, all that stuff, you don't usually fight a lot of people who are above your weight class. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, they usually match you up with people who are around your weight class. So it's like, a lot of that was because Natalie's bigger than her, not saying anything else, but Tommy was super out of like her ponytail wasn't even tied all the way up; it kept falling down. I was like,
1: I was trying to figure out why all her she was were, drunk, like, like
0: she was drunk. Like you know when you're dreaming
1: and you try to have a fight and you just can't connect for real. Like exactly. you're dreaming and you're
0: like, why my she's not landing? She kept running. She was just like, yeah, I was like, what's yeah. happening? Like, yeah, how yeah. Are you running away from the fight? Like this don't make no. But sense But it's
1: also not the way that I've seen Tommy like like normally. Like when she, I see Tommy normally going through, like you know, fighting whoever she yeah. fight because she fight every week. Mm-hmm. Um. She looks different. Cause but why? Frighten
0: look- is different from boxing, and she didn't understand That's that. That's She was just like, "Oh yeah, I can scrap. I can do all this stuff." And yeah, you got your behind. What like That's she true. beat your ass, and you you just look like a little bobblehead running around the court, and then you was running from her. And now all he had to say was, "Y'all, let's go out." I would have. Turn my phone off. What are you talking about? I would have like because right. you was talking all that <laughs> mess, and then you got beat up in front of a lot of people who paid to see y'all fight. You got paid to beat up. I don't think that was a part of it. I this. surely would have been like, no. what? I would have been like, y'all. It was funny how it was. Fake. I got paid to. I was. Through. It was fake. It was fake. I got paid. I would have. And now Natalie. I don't like Natalie like that anyway. But now Natalie's never going to let us hear the end of this. She's going to talk about this until the next baddie's audition. That's how long we're going to hear about this.
1: <laughs> I keep hearing that, and I'm like, I don't really know like their
0: con- like their connection or what she does really to know like they were just what, how already Yeah, they were just already friends through social media, all that stuff. Now, what I really would love to see is somebody get in the ring with Rock, Boy, Krishan. I Boy. think Rashawn boxing classes on her own. She seems to have a lot of tension that she needs to I just It's like, and people say that all the time, like, oh, who can Rock go against? She can't even go against Blueface, so I don't know who she, she's going to have to <laughs> fight Mayweather herself. <laughs> like, she's going to have to fight Mayweather. That is She can't strong go against Blueface, because he, uh, he'll pop up with two blue, black eyes. Right, he, he, was, just, he just get beat up for free. I don't know what he be on. What But, happened? yeah, anywho, how, how about yours? Who's going to have several seats?
1: So, mine is, I feel like, where is the excitement for holidays? So, I feel mm. like growing up, there was always, like, a super-duper, I don't even know how to really explain it. There was, like, excitement and, like, genuine happiness mm. and preparation for all holidays. Like, mm. I remember my grandma doing it for Christmas. um, Fourth of July, we had all the, the, the um, fireworks. Mm-hmm. We had... For everything, it was like a really, really big deal. And Mm. I have not seen that lately. Like, I feel like holidays do not hit the way that they used to. Well, maybe
0: because my family, the way they are, we celebrate like that because they have, they want any excuse to hang out. So really? I feel like girl what groundhog day we're celebrating um That's grandparents cute. day we're celebrating like <laughs> I don't know what it
1: is I feel like times have changed where it's like less excitement and I feel like it happened after covid I don't feel I don't think that life kind of Went back to how it was mm-hmm. pre-COVID, because since COVID happened, like I just feel so disconnected. like mm-hmm. I don't feel like we get like excited for the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day used to be a really, really, really big deal. yeah, I don't feel like we got excited the same way that we did for Valentine's. It kind of like blows over, it goes
0: pretty quick. Yeah I think everything goes quick. by so fast. That's what I'm thinking too. It's because everything is like really quick, like I don't know.
1: Didn't they say the Earth was spinning faster? Yeah, the Earth's yeah. spinning faster than it was before.
0: I believe it. I believe it because sometimes I wake up and I'm like, okay, it's 5 o'clock. I blink twice and it's 8 p.m. I'm like, what happened? Yeah, like, <laughs> I just
1: feel like, wait, 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 I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Like, <laughs> that's how I feel. Right. So I think maybe that's what it is. But I just, I just feel like, where is the excitement for stuff? Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of not being excited for Christmas. Like, Christmas is, Granted, I'm 25. Yes, <laughs> cool. But like, <laughs> Christmas used to be the jam. Like, I remember all my family coming over and us just being so excited. But I don't know. Year after year, I'm like, it's just getting... I, I don't know if it's old age or, like, maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting ha- older. It has
0: to do more with the people around you, too, because my family has a lot of ki- mm. little kids still. So, like, oh, the yeah yeah. So, it's the different. Family, there's constantly new babies of the family. So, mm-hmm. being that the youngest right now is my niece. She's about to be two. And being he's about to be Well, he just turned one It's like we still have baby babies of the family So we're not going to give up our traditions For a very long time now It's like I can see if everybody was getting older And it's like, alright, eventually Child. But no, we have too many little babies in the family Maybe I need to have a little baby for the team. Put them on my L
1: O L. Stop the madness. Build the excitement again. Just go
0: rent one. It's plenty of unfortunate kids out there who don't get to go anywhere for Christmas. Just go pick one up from the shelter and Very return true. them. Let them have the time of their life. All right. Y'all
1: can all hang out with me. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. And last but not least, our last segment of the eve. Step on these Nexus. I'm a, we're done venting. We gave y'all two negative topics, child. We're gonna give you something positive now. We're gonna leave you on a positive. No, I'll go first this time. Okay. So mine is um, I have noticed a like um, a shift for Black women in this world, and I want to acknowledge it. I feel like Black women are not taking BS. Mm-hmm. And I love that for us. I have seen black women um and I want to speak about black women, not saying there's a, there's not a space for all of all women, but specifically the black women I've seen kind of like an increase in knowing who you are, mm-hmm. knowing your worth, stepping into your truth, owning rooms, which is a really really, really big deal um stepping into your femininity femininity what is women that in mean <laughs> word femininity. Um, stepping into your femininity when it's like not really a safe space to do so in such a rough time in society. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very proud of you guys. I'm very proud of you guys. I'm very proud of you all. I'm very <laughs> proud of um the different walks of life and still me- being able to come together and um just kind of like live. and i'm mm-hmm. I was in the mall the other day talking to these two black women. You were on the phone with me, but um, and I was walking away, and this girl was like, I just love black women. I love you, yeah too, I six. That. Like, <laughs> I love, yeah, I love. I love the energy that we get when we're together. I love the sass in your hips. I love the tonality. Girl, I love the extra the extra nails that you do, the extra hair that you do, the skin, Everything. the melanin. Continue to take up space cuz that's what we need you for. Continue to um continue to kind of set paths for the younger generation after us because that's really 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 important. Mm-hmm. And so again, to black women, I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of you from where we've got where we've been. To where we are now. To creating um, a safe space for, again, younger black women after us. The young ladies that look up to us. Creating a safe space for them to be able to thrive in their femininity and be themselves fully. Because that's very, very, very important. And we haven't always been here. We haven't always been in a safe space to be able to speak the way that we want to speak. Wear the long hair that we want to wear. Wear the nails that we want to wear. And just chill. (laughs) Like... (laughs) And be protected also in that sense. So I'm very proud of you. Um, to the black woman that's listening to this again, I'm very proud of you. I'm rooting for you in everything that you touch, girl. You are the world to me. I love black women with I love black women to, from infinity to infinity. Mm-hmm. And so, right. So to black women in the world, step on these necks, Continue to thrive. Continue to wear your, you know, step yes. on these necks. Continue to to take up space. Continue to be as loud as you want to. Continue to add the tonality that you want, the sass that you want, the sway in your hips, whatever you need, the 4C, because I have 4C here too, girl. <laughs> continue to do you because we need you. We love you, we appreciate you You have created the fashion that we have today The things that we look up to That we mimic You created it, you've been the pioneer for it So we love you We appreciate you and we wanted to create a space To know that you again Are appreciated What's yours?
0: So mine definitely has to go to Brandy Evans A.K.A. Mercedes from P-Valley She recently has, What's up with that? She was like, well, what do you mean? 'Cause I've been seeing that everywhere. You haven't seen P Valley? Girl, P Valley is that show. Like it's literally <laughs> it makes you it makes you think of women who are dancers in a more positive or respectable light because mm-hmm. of the lifestyle in the show, it's like some of those they're representing a lot of women in that space mm-hmm. like for real. So, when you're watching it, it's like, dang, like all these girls are dancers, you know, they're showing their bodies, doing all that stuff, but they're doing what they gotta do. This girl got kids, this girl fighting with her man, this girl over here in a racial relationship that's abusive. It's like they have everybody in it, and it mm-hmm. also happens to be funny and gritty and like sexual and all that stuff. So, it is like they have a lot of parts in there, but the girl, uh, one of the main characters, her name is um, Mercedes. And it's played by Brandy Evans, and they have all these up-and-coming people. There's nobody that you really knew before until the show started getting good, and they started popping in people that you know from today and stuff like that. And Mercedes, like, I just have to give her a because, like, I be seeing her um, Instagram and, like, her training videos, poll videos, all that stuff, because she's um, a dancer already, and she was able to, like, really fulfill that position. And, like, I've been seeing them in more positions outside of their – show, Um they were just mm-hmm. um, at the Image Awards or whatever, BET or whatever, so I just seen her looking beautiful and fabulous and African and, and all that stuff, and i was just like, oh my gosh, yes, girl. And I seen some of the other cast members, too, but it's just that uh, she really just stood out to me because she's just, uh, I just love everything about her, and I'm just like, oh. She was actually supposed to be played, like, Keisha Cole actually auditioned for, not Keisha Cole, sorry, K. Michelle auditioned for the part of Mercedes. Of what? You're not going confused, Kisha Cole. I said K-Michelle. I messed up, because I was thinking of the name, because cause I didn't see the physical interview, I just saw like the name on things, so when I'd be thinking the K mm-hmm. and the L, I'm like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be getting confused, but K-Michelle sure. actually auditioned for the part of Mercedes, and, you know, Brandy got... And I'm kind of glad they did. Not saying that she wasn't mm-hmm. going to be good or anything, but it's okay for nobody to no by- to know them. You know what I mean? It's okay for the nobody to it's okay to show for that up. role not to be yours. Yeah. Or like, you yeah. know, for people to not know who you are already. Because mm-hmm. we
1: that's also good sometimes for certain roles, I feel like. I hate like when I'm watching a show and I know the person that's acting and I've seen you in something else so I can't really connect to the show because this is not how you are. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I don't like that. So yeah I can see that not knowing somebody when they're like I don't it's like you like it feels like you can learn them all over again. Like right. you can learn yeah, like now I'm connected to you versus like already knowing who you are. Because I'm the person that if I see you on one show, I think that you're that person forever. Like, I can never not see Will Smith and think about uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. If you think of what? Will Smith. I can't not see the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Or like Biz Co- Bill Cosby. I cannot see the Bill Cosby show. <laughs> <laughs> I just see him in the show. Like, I just, I just, I don't know how to really like. Separate them And I'm sure that's crazy mm-hmm. But like I just feel like Once you see actors And actresses In shows It's very hard To, to separate them From that show To a different show mm. So like It's it's okay to not know The person that's playing In the show Cause like I feel like All new again mm-hmm. Like I feel like I'm learning you again Right new person
0: yeah. but. but yes I want to tell Brandy That she is still Stepping on these next I'm very proud of her And yeah. I just love What she's been doing Like ugh, Love you girl Love you love you love you
1: Oh, we have some questions today. I like when we have questions.
0: Yes, me too. This is
1: our last segment of the day. It's called, Can
0: mm-hmm. We Talk Ta-da. a 4-Minute? Minute.
1: <laughs> All right, so you can always ask us questions, but now we have a segment for you. We have a space for you to be able to ask us um, questions more often. So we'll go through our questions and yeah. So our first question is, what to do when you and a friend have ideas about working in the same industry? Oh, that's a good question. Um, honestly, cause I dealt with this same, uh, thing when I was first starting my business, which is funny. Mm-hmm. I dealt with the same, like, I don't want somebody to have my, my idea because they're going to take my customers mm-hmm. or, uh, I don't want to tell them my ideas because they may steal them. But honestly, what's for you is for you. Right. right. Yeah. Whatever you, Literally. whatever idea you have, like nobody, nobody has your finesse. No one has your finesse. No one has your sass. No one has your energy. No one has your face. So whatever you push and your business is going to be very unique to you. So whatever your friend has going on, the ideas that they have, it's not going to hit the way that yours hit. Your ideas will not hit the way that their ideas hit. Right. Like, and it just is what it is. If I want to do hair, um, I promise you, Alicia will be very supportive. Right. It's like stop me,
0: <laughs> touch by right.
1: P. And we've talked about it plenty of times. And will probably teach me techniques. Right. And I think that's also a part of. Um, that's also a part of building. Like, you're here to be able to pour into other people. That's a part of the community. So if you can't, you're going to fail eventually. Because if, if you can't build other people in order for them to build you
0: when you need it, yeah, you're going to crumble very quickly. Exactly. It's like you have to know yeah. that there's like... Enough room for everyone to succeed Everybody because if you're in a space where like Even my friend she started doing makeup And it's like I'm familiar with makeup or, uh, Doing makeup as well So we've actually worked together in events You know mm-hmm. you can't do everybody's makeup You can't do everybody's thing You can't sell everybody a candle You know what I mean There's always right. room to collab too with friends So it's like if anything you should be excited When your friend shows an interest Because now y'all can work together to achieve the same thing You know you right. really shouldn't be so Oh, not she want to do this because I started doing this. It's like, right? How about oh. you're like minded? How about that? How about you're Equally, also a girl? Yep. Like, how about this is general? You know what I mean? If you find a, a need in the community, you try to fulfill it <laughs> in different ways. So why and, not work together? Um,
1: right? And there's a chance that you probably got your idea from someone else. Exactly. Everything that you come up with has been already created by someone else and you saw it and on, so and wanted to adapt it as your own which is okay but also make room for other people <laughs> to do the same thing when Literally, they see you. It's already <laughs>
0: like, going to happen like you already know it's, yeah. like, it's going to happen.
1: And that's the whole point. If people want I don't understand wanting to be an influencer and not wanting to influence people. How you <laughs> want to be an influencer and want to build a business and get mad and when want somebody
0: to, like you stole my idea, child boo. It was an influence. That was the whole point of you starting, right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's just you sound so crazy. Corny. Like when I hear people like, "Oh, you know, so you copied me, copied this, copied that." Who did you get it from?
1: <laughs> Where did you find the idea? Right? Because you didn't sure just wake you just up didn't one day.
0: This, you know, right?
1: You didn't. You got the idea from somewhere else. That's why we're all here. You don't have to. That's what they tell you. They preach, "Don't reinvent the wheel." Mm-hmm. Because it's already been invented. Before your time, there was someone that was doing exactly what you're doing. Exactly. And so, ooh, my bad, y'all. There was someone that was doing, I moved my whole camera, (laughs) but there was someone that is doing exactly what you're doing. And so my, again, my advice to you is to make room for your friend because your breakthrough for your business might be through your friend. Not in a negative way, but she may have an idea that you didn't come up with. And she may be able to pour that into you. That may generate your business millions of dollars. You never know. Like so, again, collab with your friends. There's not enough. I mean, there's enough money in every industry for everybody. Your friend is not going to hold you back from getting the money that you want from your business. You're probably holding, right? You're probably holding her back from trying to um, gatekeep. And, you know, hold mm-hmm. information and stuff. You're not going to go anywhere with that exactly. with that mindset. No. You're not going nowhere.
0: Right. But uh, question number two, we honestly answered it. Someone asked what is the best advice that you can give for someone who doesn't know how to... Uh, like how much to charge for a service? Honestly, rewind the episode and you'll hear what we said <laughs> because we really right. kind of answer that for you, y'all. But it's the same old, same old. Charge what you're worth. When you know what you're worth, you're, you're able yeah. to to get, you know what I mean, what you deserve. Honestly, knowing your target audience right. is pretty much the same. When you get
1: specific in the business, getting clear on how much your product costs um, and making sure that you're receiving more than your product cost, obviously, so you're not losing money. That's something to do on the business side. But as far as outside of that, you have to get clear on your worth. What is your worth? What do you feel like your worth is? And what's the market Um, price? Like, what is everybody else charging? Right. Um, And once you know that, you'll be perfectly fine. But again, like, when you know your worth, don't allow yourself to be in a space where people are able to convince you that your worth is lower because it's not. It is not. (laughs) Stick to your price, girl. Right. Because Popeye's does it. Walmart does (laughs) it. Target me. does it. <laughs> right. Louis Vuitton does right. it. Right. You don't see them changing nothing for nobody. <laughs> and they won't. And if you walk into Louis Vuitton and say, hmm, $19 is too much for me, they're gonna tell you to walk out.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but all right, y'all. It is time. It's about that time to get on up every out of here. Monday. Yes. It's time. But you can catch us every Monday, child. You can catch us every Monday here. I'm gonna go through all the socials. I'm tired. But you can catch us every Monday. <sighs> yes. So that's us here. Make sure you follow all of our social media channels. You know the Instagram, the YouTube, Twitter, the Patreon, all the stuff that you may or may not see us on. But yeah, you know, you know, get there. Right. You don't know if we're there if you never check. So exactly. Check. So how you don't that's know? So <laughs> all <laughs> right, y'all, that's it. We gotta go to out of get on out of here. <laughs> and right.
1: and that's on what? Find the glitter and gold.